This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Yeah, great way to celebrate America by blowing up just a little portion of it. (laughs) Fourth of July weekend for those of you who are going to get out of town on what is uh, predicted to be a record-setting weekend for travel. Um, You might want to be on the road right now. Travel, heat, it probably set a record for a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, the travel weekend is uh, underway, kind of got underway yesterday. Lots more. Man, if you're flying, good luck to you. That's about all I can say. Um, They have canceled this week and uh, delayed more than 9,000 flights. Wow. And they said that it's going to be happening again today. They have some weather issues that are going to be happening on the East Coast. Most of these weather uh, travel problems, as far as airlines are concerned, happening on the uh, East Coast. Now, it could get even worse Tomorrow, because July 1st is the day when all airlines are supposed to have their new altimeters that are not supposed to be affected by the new 5G cell phone towers. Okay. So that's part of the problem right now. You have a lot of airplanes. There's a lack of these new altimeters to put in the airplanes. And if you can't visually see where you're taking off and landing you're not allowed to take off or land because the altimeters could be affected by the 5G cell towers. And that's problematic because, I mean, right now, before 5G and before the problems with 5G, even though they've been out for a while, but tomorrow the law officially takes effect that you can't do it, planes could land and take off. They don't need to be able to necessarily have full visibility. So that's been part of the problem. FAA um, hiring has been a problem they are lacking about 3000 employees the FAA says to be fully staffed that's not happening anytime soon what what, what kind of qualifications do they need <laughs> right now uh, maybe a breathing warm body is, oh, is about but i mean that's something that is not going to happen overnight so this problem is going to persist for um a little while right 
More than and likely, yeah. You got you got the FAA, you know, saying, "Oh no, this is your guys' fault." And then, of course, especially with the United Airlines, because they've been affected by by this more than anybody else, saying, "No, this is FAA problem." And meanwhile, there are people that are sitting in airports for two and three days. And what's even more problematic is that they have so overbooked, and this is why this is so bad this week, the airlines, you know, wanting to make a much profit as possible, have completely booked their seats completely full. So when a flight gets canceled, you have to try to get those people on yeah. another open seat that's flying to the destination they were going to, and there are no open seats to put them on. Who here can fit inside a suitcase? Okay, follow me. You've got a lot of stories of people that are renting cars and paying thousands of dollars to drive cross, cross wow. country because they're like, I can't sit here for five days in an airport. Exactly. So um, this kind of hits my wife and I because we're due to take off on the 5th and we're hoping, please, God, have this problem taken care of before next Wednesday because we're supposed to fly like mm-hmm. to Miami and then to St. Thomas next week and... Miami's kind of in the east, southeast, but it's being affected. Orlando is one of the big cities well, being I, affected. I'd hate to be in those places this time of year. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I I did look. Uh, temperatures are supposed to be in the 80s next week. Oh, that's too bad. Although there is more humidity than what we have here. Speaking of uh, temperatures, um, we've got summertime temperatures for this weekend. So if you do have plans to stay here, there are plenty of activities for you going on this weekend. We told you yesterday that the Boise River officially opened yesterday afternoon. So temperatures today are supposed to be low to mid-90s. So if you're looking to cool off, you can legally get in the Boise River and do that. Uh, rafting, inner tubing down the Boise River is okie-dokie. Mm-hmm. Um, other things you have going on, you have the Boise Parade, Fourth of July Parade that is uh, coming up next Tuesday. Uh, tonight, don't forget, the first of what Boise State is saying will be a few movies on the blue. And you're going to have near-perfect weather tonight. It's free. It's for the family. As a matter of fact, it's a family movie. Um, it's Shrek. And granted, you've probably seen Shrek numerous times. Your kids have probably seen you've it probably numerous seen times. Shrek 2. Numerous times. You've probably never seen Shrek it on ever after one one uh, hundred foot screen TV. Yeah, probably not. So if you, I mean, this is the new big screen that they put into Boise State University. Um, here, got it up what just a month, month and a half ago. Yeah, not long. No, just in so, time for the uh, the spring game. This is this is the cool thing. This tells you how good the screen is. Most places, uh, and in the past, I don't believe they did movies on the blue until later in the evening because it had to be somewhat dark. But this screen is so good that they can show the movie at 7 o'clock. Well, it's not getting dark right now until about well, 9.30. True. So, when the um, movie will be ending. <laughs> yeah. So um, it is free, as I said. Parking is free. They will not have... Um, food or drink in the stadium for you to purchase. You are allowed to bring your own food and drink. Um, If you are sitting on the blue, however, you're only allowed to have water. So you can't have Kool-Aid or um, pop or anything like that. Only water. The other thing to remember, if you are sitting on the blue, the turf, um, you're not allowed to have chairs with legs. 
So if you have a chair without legs, like a bean bay chair or something like that, a beach chair with no legs, that's allowed. You're just not allowed to bring a, a chair in with legs to sit on the blue turf. Otherwise, you'll have to sit up in the uh, stadium seats. All so right. that's going on tonight. What else you got? You got uh, Boise Hawks baseball, um, all sorts of stuff throughout the weekend. Hopefully, you get a chance to uh, get out and enjoy it. Speaking of uh, record-breaking temperatures, um, we had record-breaking temperatures Southern part, especially Texas, continues with that heat dome. Uh, in the meantime, uh, a city that you think has, you know, really hot temperatures, Las Vegas broke a temperature record this week. Did you know that? Did they, did they, was it low or high? 291 straight days of sub 100 degree temperatures. Really? First time ever in history that they've set that wow. record. Um, yesterday uh, set an all-new record at 293 days. Each day sets a brand-new record. They say that temperatures might cross 100 maybe this week or back, early next week. Back in the 90s, I'm not sure what year it was, but uh, we decided for some reason to drive to Las Vegas uh, for the 4th of July. Uh, pulled into town on the 4th of July in the afternoon, and it was 116 degrees. <laughs> I was there in September one time, 113, and walked across the street to go to a different casino. Yeah, and my feet were sinking into the oh yeah yeah into the asphalt. That, that the happened. Asphalt that happened to melting. me too. We were in a in a parking lot, and I was like, "Wow, this is sticky." <laughs> KBOI News Time is 6:15. Phone lines are open. By the way, it is Open Phones Friday. Anything you want to talk about today? Feel free to give us a call. In the meantime, let's get a first check of what's going on with sports. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Friday definitely the day to go. Don't forget, they are open on 4th of July, so if you want breakfast or lunch on the 4th, head to Pork Belly. They open up uh, here in about 45 minutes. Some news from the NFL today. Four professional football players have been suspended for gambling. And we hear now from ABC's Mark Remillard. Isaiah Rogers and Rashad Berry of the Indianapolis Colts, as well as free agent Demetrius Taylor, have been indefinitely suspended for allegedly betting on NFL games last season. Sources familiar with the matter tell our partners at ESPN that Rogers placed upward of 100 bets, including at least one on a game involving the Colts. Most of the wagers were small, in the $25 to $50 range. A league source says an investigation by the NFL found no evidence of game manipulation. A fourth player, Nicholas Petit-Frere of the Tennessee Titans, was suspended six games for betting on other sports while at the workplace. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Looking at Major League Baseball, the Seattle Mariners had the day off. But there is some news for Major League Baseball as the All-Star starters were named in the American League and National League. And it looks like the Texas Rangers are sending a franchise record four starters to the All-Star game in Seattle next month. That's the most of any team in the bigs. I'm Rick Worthington. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. It is 624. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in. Remember, it is Friday, and that means Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. All you have to do is call 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Stock market uh, had a good day yesterday, looking like uh, at least as of right now, could be starting off good, up 100 points on the Dow in the futures, about uh, a little over an hour ahead of the opening. We'll talk with Jeremiah Bates, head of the 
weekend here about what's going on uh, with your money. That's going to be coming up here in about 40 minutes, so stick around for that. Other things that we're going to be talking about uh, coming up this morning, uh, we're going to be keeping an eye on the Supreme Court. Today is the last day of this court session, and there is one big decision that uh, basically a lot of people are waiting on, president included, and that is whether borrowers, student loan borrowers, are going to be able to have their debt canceled. Let me rephrase that. Uh, Whether student loan borrowers are going to be able to have their debt paid off by other people. Mm -hmm. It's not really being canceled. It's just being moved to somebody else like you and I to pay off their debts. The Supreme Court expected to hand that down. So we'll keep an eye on that. It could happen Possibly sometime this morning, um, while we are still on the air, a uh, couple of Supreme Court decisions came down yesterday um, near the end of our show, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but we'll take your input this morning. Supreme Court rejected affirmative action at colleges as unconstitutional yesterday. Supreme Court ruled that affirmative action admission policies of Harvard and the University of North Carolina, which gave weight to a would-be student's race, are unconstitutional now it's ruling big blow to decades old efforts to boost enrollment of racial minorities at american universities court's majority opinion said that the school's affirmative action programs unavoidably employ race in a negative manner involve racial stereotyping and lack meaningful meaningful endpoints so we'll talk about this this morning we'll get your thoughts you want to weigh in, you can weigh in right now. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com, and text us, same as our main number, 208-336-3700. KBOI Newstime, 626. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk on KBOI. 633-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. It is Open Phones Friday, the day where we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. It doesn't even have to be on subject. If you want to bring something up, you can uh, do that. Let's go to the, oh, uh, we were going to go to the phones, but they hung up right when I went to them. Mm. So let's not, then. Well, that we, we won't we'll, go to the we'll, phones. We'll, we'll do something else. Apparently, they didn't want to talk about whatever it was that, that they wanted to talk about. Either that or accidentally somehow they hung up the phone. Oh. Feel free to call back. Uh, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, as I said, if you want to get through. Uh, don't forget we have a sweet deal coming up here today. Idaho Enhanced Academy, uh, 9 o'clock sharp. This will go on sale. So if you're uh, looking to get some training, private firearm training and tutoring, classes available from uh, Premier Enhanced CWP training here in the Treasure Valley. Idaho Enhanced Academy has something for everybody, it doesn't matter where you're at. If you're a rookie, a novice, through an experienced shooter, today's special is for you. A $125 gift certificate, good towards any class you want to use it on. Uh, it's only going to cost you $62.50. There are a limited number available. Once again, if you want to get them, get there at 9 o'clock sharp. It's first come, first serve. Once they're gone, they are gone. Uh, but it's easy to do. You just go to KBOI.com, click on the Sweet Deal link. Isaac from Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning. Happy birthday, America. <laughs> well, we have high hopes anyway. Yes. We're, we're a very happy day. I'm, I'm very happy about last night's decision. Well, about what we heard from last night's decision. I'm pretty sure 
that the decisions had been written up a little while back um, once they heard it coming down the line. And so it kind of occurred to me, that's why the colleges were dropping the admission testing and the, uh, the SATs and all that. I mean, you guys have paying attention to the news. You know that that's been going on fairly recently for a little bit, and it was confusing to me. But, um, you know, a lot of those um, cases uh, fairly recently, there had been some leaks and whatnot from the Supreme Court about what they were going to be deciding, and this is kind of one of those, I think, that there was a good understanding that affirmative action was going to be taken down. So you think, you, think college, you think colleges um, felt that this was the ruling Should that not. was going to come down, so they've started to prepare for it already? Yeah. All right. Yep. So they started dropping the admissions uh, testing so that they could just basically, uh, you know, take who they wanted to just uh, and run run their route like they – so that they could bring in um, as many adverse people as they could. Um, we're not we're not a nation of feelings and lie, you know, and and um, uh, uh, wants and needs. We're a nation of laws, and uh, laws protect me from being discriminated against. And colleges are discriminating against people that, um, you know, the, it, it was based on a couple of cases from a couple of, of Asian applicants, I believe, to Harvard. Even yeah, it was Harvard, um, Harvard in North Carolina. Where they, and North Carolina, where, yeah, and, and they were rightful cases. They made complete sense. It's like these guys were um, just not being accepted simply because of their race, and that's horrible. We don't we don't do that. We shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. We shouldn't be looking at a person and judging them. Basically, well, you're white. That means you're racist. I'm a bald guy. That's strike two. <laughs> well, most bald that's guys right. are racist, so. Uh, right. Well, sure. <laughs> thank you for the call, Isaac. Right, and, and, and I'm 50. I shouldn't be out painting and stretching every day. I'm doing the things that I do. Thank uh, you for the call. Thank you for the thoughts. Appreciate are it. Are you saying bald guys are racist because they're so much eager to show you more of their skin than most people? I, I should say, I'm being sarcastic. Ah. I know you know I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. Isaac knows I'm being sarcastic. Um, others might not know I was being sarcastic. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Coming up here in about uh, 35 minutes or so, uh, we'll be talking with Jeremiah Bates. Looks like uh, personal spending didn't go up uh, as much as people thought last month. And that's causing and driving the uh, stock market up because that uh, could mean that inflation might be cooling. The Dow futures up 164 right now. Nasdaq up 145. Standard Poor up 100 or up at 28. Looking like it could be a good day as we get ready to start here uh, ahead of the opening uh, final day of trading for June. Uh, so maybe we'll end up final two days being good after mm. having seven crappy days you, before that. You never know. Uh, it is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Paul, listening on uh, 670 AM in Nampa. Good morning. we got about uh, 30 seconds here. Good morning. I just I was thinking again about the death penalty and how it needs to be updated the way they have the, um, the uh, oh, what do you call them? I, I don't know. Well, you, you, when you get another chance to go in front of somebody, your case goes Appeals? to another 
appeals. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think that process needs to be trimmed. Maybe one or two appeals that are redundant need to be taken out. Needs to be taken serious. It's draconian the way it's set up now. People don't pay for their for their crime. Um, I feel they don't pay for their crime, even though they are incarcerated. But they're segregated from everybody else, so they get preferential treatment, even though you are by yourself for the most for the most part. And I just I feel as though it's time for this is grassroots radio as far as I'm concerned and always has been. That's why I enjoy listening to it as much as I do. Well, thank you for the thoughts, Paul. Um, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. And uh, there you go. It is Open Phones Friday. It shows you can hear talk about basically anything uh, you want to talk about on Friday morning. And Paul just did just that. 6.45. It's good to check on what's going on with sports this morning. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Place to go if you want breakfast. They're opening up here in 15 minutes. Uh, they're open up every day, seven days a week, including July 4th. The Seattle Mariners had the day off, so no highlights to give you from that. But we look at the American League West, where the Houston Astros had a big day. The 2-1. And Bregman hits it well. It hits it deep to left field. Walker is going back, looking up. Grand slam for Alex Bregman. Hits it off the facade of the second deck. And the Astros lead it 14-0. That was the call on KBME. Bregman with the grand slam. The Astros did beat the Cardinals 14-0 yesterday. How about what was going on with the Texas Rangers? They're in first place in the American League West, but they were having problems yesterday with the Tigers. King, the lefty, works third base side. Checks the runner, McKinstry, the 2-2. Assume the line drive down the left field line. Hooking deep and gone! Spencer Tarkelson, three-run home run to break this game open in the eighth. Two home runs today. Number 11. And the Tigers take an 8-3 lead in the 8th. So the Astros move up one game. Uh, Still haven't caught the Rangers, though, who are in first place and the best team in the majors right now. The call, by the way, on 97-1, the ticket, as the Rangers lose to the Tigers in this one by a score of 8-3. How about the Los Angeles Dodgers, who have been playing well as of late? Here's 2-1. And a fly ball to right. Hitting on back. It is gone. J.D. Martinez, three for three. He continues to dominate the Rockies. He loves to play at Coors Field. And the Rockies would go on to get spanked by the Dodgers 14-3 in that game. The call on AM570 LA Sports. I'm Rick Worthington. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Ha, 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 ha.
4th of July weekend getting underway um, today. A lot of travel happening already yesterday. Today, expected to be the busiest travel season in history. Really? Yeah. Wow. So beating other Thanksgiving travel time, which is busy. Christmas. Christmas time, this is expected. A lot of it has to do with the fact that a lot of people see it as a four, and, and some people use it as a five-day weekend, mm. taking off the fifth. And uh, so coming back, fourth, fifth, also going to be busy uh, travel season. So just know that it's going to take you a little time and, and be patient out there. It is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless, uh, waiting a couple of uh, Supreme Court decisions expected to come down today, one of them... Uh, the student loan borrower is going to find out whether or not they're going to get debt cancellation. Um, let me rephrase that again. Uh, debt redistribution. Um, they get their debt canceled, but um, other people will be paying for it. I've been an outspoken critic uh, of this. I, I don't really know how the Supreme Court is going to come down on this. It, it could be that they decide not to make a decision. Because it could be that the people who have filed the suit don't have standing. Okay. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen just because they've waited till the very final day of uh, the Supreme Court session to let the decision come down. My guess would be that if they didn't think that, and there are two separate cases here, if they didn't think that they had standing, they would have already ruled, hey, we're not going to hear this case because we don't feel that they have standing in this and that there are no damages. And there have been a number of cases that have brought, been brought forward at lower cases that were thrown out because the people didn't have standing. For instance, if Chris, you or I wanted to sue saying we don't think it's fair that you or I have to you know, have our tax dollars pay for somebody else's schooling being forgiven... That would be ruled we don't have standing. So we'll find out sometime today. That's the expectation on uh, the Supreme Court's uh, opinion on student loan borrowers. Um, no matter what happens on this, mm-hmm. coming up in September for the first time in three years, borrowers will have to begin making payments again. All right. Joe Biden has already weighed in and said he will not extend the payment moratorium that they they have put in since COVID began three years ago. They've just continually said, all right, you don't have to make payments. Don't have to make payments again. We're going to go another while longer so you don't have to make payments. But uh, no matter what happens today, those people who do owe money will have to start making those payments Mm -hmm. once again. Another reason why I really have been outspoken on this is because even if you do buy into the fact that, hey, it's not fair, you know, we paid all this money and it's really, I'm never going to be able to pay it. It's going to be years. It's really dragging me down. This doesn't do anything to stop that. This puts a Band-Aid on it for f- basically four years. In five years again, everybody entering college will come back and say, hey, you know, four years ago <laughs> when you forgave everybody's college debt? Yeah, I have college debt. I've ran up a hundred and thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in college debt. I want my yeah. debt forgiven now. Come on, I was counting on you guys forgiving. Me. Yeah, so th- I mean, this doesn't do anything to stop it. In four years again, we're going to have the same problem because the prices on college 
is not going down. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it goes up quite a bit every single year. The loans that you're getting are are going to be worse now going forward because of interest rates. So your interest rates are higher now for those people who are going to be taking out school loans. So that's that's the problem that I see. And, and quite frankly, one of the reasons why I've been so critical of this is because it does nothing to fix the problem. It puts a short-time Band-Aid on the problem. Now, I don't... I don't particularly know what you can do on a mass level to help stop that. Privately and independently, you can look at it and go, is college really worth it these days? Yeah. Can I skip over college or maybe go to community college mm-hmm. and make as much money doing something else rather than spending for four years on a degree that I'll never use or never get as much money as it should be for what I put into it. Obviously, there's going to be differences. Like, if you want to be a doctor, you're going to have to go to school for seven years. I mean, but there's obviously, I mean, there's never a guarantee that you're going to do well. And I think it's eight years with a doctor. Is it eight years? It's seven years with a lawyer. Same with a lawyer. I mean, you, you're going to have to go to school for that seven years if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer. But if you just want to go to school and you, you're, you're trying to find something where you can, you know, make money at it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I have friends, like, they go and, and they get an, uh, a history degree. And they're not anywhere in anything that pays for <laughs> what their degree is in. Now, granted, they got a degree, but it's like you you paid however much money, spent four years in college, and I'm just using history as, as an example. And and now they're a salesman in a company selling widgets. It's like, well, <laughs> what's that what's that degree good for? It's like, well, I went to college for four years. I got a degree. Yeah, yeah. I know, but you paid all this money, and it, you're not even using it. I think that that's a, a big problem. Well, you're I not think. using the certification. I mean, you always use the knowledge. Yeah, but I mean, are you using the knowledge specifically for your job that you're being paid for. And I think that's where a lot of people have to start making, you know, decisions. And and you're starting to see a lot more of it right now. I mean, when you can go, we've talked to Kenny from Cloverdale Plumbing, right? You can make over a hundred grand a year being a plumber without going to college. They'll train you on the job training. Right. Now you may not want to be a plumber. I'm just using Well that you'll be you'll be an, an apprentice for a while. That's yeah. how that works. KBY News Time, seven fifteen if you want to weigh in on that or if you want to weigh in on the affirmative action decision yesterday um, from the Supreme Court. Go ahead. Give us a call. Take your phone calls. Your email's coming up. It's also Open Phones Friday. Right now, time for another check on sports brought to you by Pork Belly. It is Friday. You know what that means. Lunch today. Get into Pork Belly for the best clam chowder you're ever going to have. Matter of fact, if you want clam chowder on your biscuits instead of gravy, um, Chef Wally said it's fantastic. Clam chowder instead of gravy on your biscuits for breakfast. Try it out today. Pork Belly is open. All of us in the media in the Mountain West have really been sitting and waiting for San Diego State to make some type of indication whether or not they are staying in the Mountain West or leaving. As the San Diego Union-Tribune points out, they have a decision to make today that could forever alter the trajectory of their university, and it's a pretty scary decision. Do they formally leave the Mountain West without a formal invitation to join the Pac-12 or any other conference, or do they wait but risk a higher exit fee? Or do you just let your lawyers settle the whole thing? 
Well, we know this much. The Mountain West has set a deadline for providing a one-year notice of resignation and at which they could pay a lower exit fee. And that deadline is today at midnight or 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, the athletic director was asked about this a couple of weeks ago, and he said he didn't know how to answer the question whether they would be in the Mountain West or if they would be leaving. So the clock is ticking. I'll lay it out for you in the easiest possible terms. If San Diego State decides they're going to leave the Mountain West and they make that decision today before midnight, they pay less than $17 million to get out of the Mountain West. If they make that decision after today, that number grows to $34 million. We're waiting, San Diego State. I'm Rick Worthington. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. 722, Jeremiah Bates with us once again this morning. Stock market uh, up across the board, uh, Dow up 208 points as of right now, about 40 minutes, though uh, it wasn't anywhere close to that high. So my guess is there was some good news that came across here within the last half hour or so. Yeah, the good news came in this morning, which is going to put a bow on a very encouraging first half of the year. I mean, if you look at the the NASDAQ, it had its best first half to a year in 40 years. It's the third biggest gain to a start in the year in the index's history. We also have Apple hitting $3 trillion of market cap. So again, all these things are happening in pre-market trading with the boost because we have some economic data that came in, which came in better than expected. So you have the Federal Reserve's preferred measure of inflation, known as the PCE. It cooled more than expected in May, and, it's, and it fell to its lowest point that we've seen in two years. So month over month, we saw it drop to 0.3%, uh, down from 0.4% that we saw in April, and certainly below the estimates that economists had anticipated. Additionally, you have yeah, consumer spending for the month of May. You had that, that data coming out as well. It, it was a little change. So again, it, we've really seen household spending stalled after we did see a bit of a surge at the beginning of the year. So again, you're seeing um, some positive news on the inflation front. It's still elevated and it's still sticky. But again, you're, we're seeing this trend month over month across the board of all these inflation measures that it is, it is going down. Now, the question then becomes, is it going down fast enough where it causes the Federal Reserve to not, write, not raise interest rates, which I think is very unlikely. They've been, they've been on their stance. I think they, they're, they're coming from the standpoint that that pendulum can swing back right. and we might actually see some inflation numbers month over month maybe start to creep up. But again, we're seeing consumer spending stalling. We're seeing a little bit of the, a little bit of a weakness showing in the labor market. But again, I still think the Federal Reserve raise, raises absolutely one time uh, remaining of the year, but likely two times. So going into that, I saw a story yesterday um, that Walgreens and Walgreens isn't something that people waste money. I mean, they don't have big screen TVs. They don't have expensive electronics and things like that. You, you go to Walgreens, you're going there because you have to buy something you need, um, seeing that they've announced that they're going to uh, close, what, uh, something like 300 stores this year. Now, granted, they have like 9,000 stores, but um, they're, they're claiming that uh, they think that buying across the board for everything uh, is going to be going down later this year. Do you see that as a, a big warning when you see Walgreens start to say that they think that, you know, the 
it's going to be problematic as far as spending? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of those things. Is it signal? Is it noise? I mean, and you look at Walgreens specifically. Yeah, I mean, if you're seeing any major retailer implement massive store closures or you see them, I mean, and Walgreens also cited too in their most recent earnings uh, this past week that they anticipate consumer spending to drop at their stores. Now, on the flip side, if you look at airlines, what, uh, what was it Delta that released that, that had their investor day? But they they anticipate actually stronger demand and higher spending on the upgraded travel class. On the upgraded travel seat. So again, it's it's almost this. Uh, you got to look at the categorization of where people are spending money and where right. we've seen that trend. That trend shift is going from you know really good spending to experience and travel spending. But again, Mike, you make a big, you make a good point with Walgreens because. It's more of a, you're buying things from Walgreens that you essentially need, right? And true, they're taking a little bit of hit as far as the, the kind of healthcare backdrop with, you know, the vaccines dropping and all, and all that stuff. But again, yeah, that, that could be a leading indicator where if Walgreens sees a significant drop in all consumer right. spending, that'll likely go across the board to other uh, retailers. NASDAQ up 153 points, Dow up over 200 points. Just a few minutes ahead of the opening. We'll keep an eye on it. Talk to you uh, again. We're off Monday and Tuesday, so the next time we'll talk will be Wednesday. All right, I'll take it. Thanks, gents. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 741, it is 72 degrees already in downtown Boise. Wow. Remember just uh, 10 days ago where it was only 50 degrees right now? Well, I remember I remember yesterday morning when it was about 58 right now. Yeah, um, just a sign that it's going to be warmer for the 4th of July weekend, which I don't think too many people probably mind. I mean, we are to July and have not yeah. been hardly in the 90s at all this year, but uh, it looks like you got ways to cool off. Lucky uh, Peak, Sandy Point is uh, open after the E. coli problem that they had for the last couple of weeks. Boise River is open. If you want to float the Boise River, you can float the Payette River. Plenty of ways to cool off. I used to live in a house weekend. with a pool, and somebody said, well, why do you have a pool? And I said, July. Mm-hmm. And basically, that was it. I mean, August. I used it every July. That was it? Not August and September? A little. Mostly July. Just July. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stocks down 231 points. Still looking good. Um, Teamsters got uh, nationwide strike. Maybe one of the biggest strikes in history. If they don't come to an agreement today, it includes more than 340,000 warehousing, transportation, and yeah. delivery workers. Like UPS, FedEx, that sort of thing? Yeah. Mm. This will have devastating disruptions to the supply chain here in the United States if the Teamsters for UPS go on strike because they are the largest single employer. Um, this could be the largest single employer strike in American history. It appears to be inevitable as of right now. They said in a statement yesterday, the Teamsters did, that uh, gave UPS a one-week notice on Tuesday to act responsibly and exchange a stronger economic proposal to more than 340,000 employees of the shipping company. They demanded that UPS deliver its last, best, final offer to the union by today. If Which will then be rejected. I'm pro- probably. Um if that is rejected, the, the uh, Teamsters said that uh, they will go on strike beginning on August 1st. Said, Well, I hope I'm they quote, don't. I'm quoting here. Uh, this is from the Teamsters president. Said, there will be no extensions. It's going to be damn hard. 
for UPS to ignore us any longer, unquote. Well, that'll be inconvenient in my house because August is so uh, one of the 12 top months that uh, Debbie orders things to be delivered to our house. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this 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 could uh, not be good because, like I said, there is a lot of I, I'm like you and your family. Yeah. Um, one of the busiest twelve months of the year that my wife orders stuff and gets mm-hmm. delivered by UPS. Uh, a lot of stuff um, just gets shipped by UPS for companies. So I mean, this this has possibility of causing some major disruptions if they do yeah. end up going on strike. But this is one of the stories that uh, we'll be watching today. The other story, of course, as we mentioned, the Supreme Court expected to hand down a couple more decisions because this today's the final day of the uh, current session. So everything that they've been hearing... We, we I was going to say, we really have no choice but to hoard all, you know, uh, through July. Hoard what? Everything. Everything? Yeah. Hoard, yeah, go ahead and do that. No problem. Let me know how that works out for you. We were kind of <laughs> doing it anyway, so no uh, We'll keep you updated if that does happen. If you want to weigh in on the Supreme Court decisions yesterday, because there were two big ones, we'll talk more about that on the way coming up here in just a couple minutes. Right now, a final check on what's going on with sports. One final time with Rick Worthington. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Once again, don't forget, if you are looking for a delicious breakfast or lunch, they open every day. Seven days a week. Yes, that includes the 4th of July. They'll be open for you. Head on out for breakfast or lunch on the 4th. And don't forget, today, great day to stop by because some of the best clam chowder you're going to find made from scratch every Friday by Chef Wally. Get in and uh, find out if it really is as good as we're saying. Some news from the NFL today. Four professional football players have been suspended for gambling. And we hear now from ABC's Mark Remillard. Isaiah Rogers and Rashad Berry of the Indianapolis Colts, as well as free agent Demetrius Taylor, have been indefinitely suspended for allegedly betting on NFL games last season. Sources familiar with the matter tell our partners at ESPN that Rogers placed upward of 100 bets, including at least one on a game involving the Colts. Most of the wagers were small in the $25 to $50 range. A league source says an investigation by the NFL found no evidence of game manipulation. A fourth player, Nicholas Petit-Frere of the Tennessee Titans, was suspended six games for betting on other sports while at the workplace. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Looking at Major League Baseball, the Seattle Mariners had the day off. But there is some news for Major League Baseball as the All-Star starters were named in the American League and National League. And it looks like the Texas Rangers are sending a franchise record four starters to the All-Star game in Seattle next month. That's the most of any team in the bigs. I'm Rick Worthington. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Local, yes. Alive, eh. It is Friday, beginning of a four-day possible four-day weekend. For a lot of you listening today, uh, once again, it is Open Phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to take part in the show and talk about anything you want to talk about, kind of uh, jumping around on subjects ourselves today, Boise uh, made uh, big news, national news again um, yesterday after concert Wednesday night. Did you see that? Uh, no. Kelsey Ballerini, who had a concert at Outlaw Field at the Idaho Botanical Garden, mm-hmm. got uh, hit in the eye. Somebody threw a bracelet up onto the stage, hit her in the eye. 
See, that something similar happened to B.B. Rexa mm-hmm. just a few days ago. Yep. She got hit with a cell phone, and it gave her a black eye. People, you're paying your money to listen to the music, not to throw crap on stage. <laughs> uh, here is Kelsey Ballerina from her concert on Wednesday night talking to the crowd here in Boise. So kudos, kudos to her too. Crowd because, seems enthusiastic. Yeah, um, she took some time off because, like I said, it, it hit her in the eye, yeah. and uh, then she came back and and finished her show. And it, it was uh, a bracelet. She said that it more scared her than it hurt her. However, I mean, if you get hit in the eye, could have done some some damage. I mean, I don't care if it's a, a moth. You know, you you still are gonna not want something to hit you in the eye. Obviously. Not only that, here's another important tip for you. Um, you throw something on stage. She's right. Usually there's a massive amount of security around. Right. And, and if you get caught, you're probably going to get charged. Now, mm-hmm. I, haven't heard, I haven't heard that anybody got caught doing this. And, but, I mean, the fact that it's a bracelet, probably somebody just wanted to give her the gift, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, they though. happened to, unfortunately, have really good aim. <laughs> Or really bad aim. Oh, really bad, bad aim. Uh, other news for you um, this weekend. If you're looking for uh, free beer or if you're looking for somebody to pay you to buy some beer this weekend, Bud Light is bringing back their rebate, the same one that they did Memorial Day weekend. So it, there are places where you can find your 12-pack or 15-pack of beer for $15 or less. So if you buy your say your 12-pack of Bud Light, they're going to pay you $15 to spend $13. So they're paying you to buy their beer. You make a couple bucks. Can one do so without making a political statement, per se? I guess if you put on you know, a mask and kind of hide your identity <laughs> as you carry out your, your Bud Light, um well, if you hide your identity, you're not making a political statement. All right. Well, that's what I'm saying is like you cannot make a political statement by hiding your identity, I guess. Okay. But as long as you're drinking it yourself. But if you're sharing it with friends, you know, then are you making one? I don't know. Bud Light, by the way, is still in trouble. Not just Bud Light either. It's, it's the whole Anheuser-Busch lineup. The most recent statistics... Sales plunged 28.5% over the most recent week. That's the biggest drop that they have seen since the Dylan Mulvaney fiasco, which you can only describe it now as a fiasco because it's been over a month. A lot of people thought it would be a few weeks and then it would go back. Bud Light, for the first time in over 20 years last month, was not the number one selling beer you know, in America. I had no idea it was the number one selling beer in America anyway. I don't know what I thought was, but... If you'd asked me, I don't think I would have guessed Bud Light to begin with. Yeah. But what's funny is it was replaced at the top by what, Modelo? Modelo. And I don't even know anybody who drinks Modelo. Oh, my wife. My, I have a bunch of family members who drink Modelo. She oh, okay. loves Modelo. Um, yeah, you, you must be the ones putting it over the top. It m- must be. Uh, Modelo is now the number one selling beer as of last month. Now, for the year 
Bud Light is still number one, but based on what is happening with Bud Light so far this year, they say that by the end of the year, um, it could be Modelo that overtakes Bud Light. And Bud Light isn't the only one that's going down. All the Anheuser-Busch beers have uh, dropped in purchases, and the stock is down over 15%. By the way, it was announced, or maybe it was more confirmed this week, um, that the people who are in charge of the uh, branding and the commercials and whatever happened here have been fired, although they can't say the word fired um, because that would possibly lead to suits. So officially, well, what word been, can they uh, use? They, they've been put on leave permanently. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? We can't any, say they were fired. Anything, anything where they stop paying you and you wanted them to keep paying you, that's fired. <laughs> KBOI News Time, 7.56. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Oh, yeah. Headed into the 4th of July weekend. Freedom! Yeah. Yes. Celebrate by blowing up a little portion of it with some fireworks <laughs> this weekend. Uh, it is Open Phones Friday. I'd uh, love to hear from you if you want to weigh, weigh in. How are you going to be celebrating your 4th of July weekend this weekend? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless, 1-800-529-5264. Um, go ahead and share uh, that. It is Open Phones Friday. Like I said, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. Just curious. Are you going to be doing anything special, anything fun for the 4th of July weekend? Breaking news this morning. We've been talking about Supreme Court decisions that are coming in fast and furious this week. You had the Supreme Court rejecting affirmative action at colleges as unconstitutional yesterday, waiting uh, to hear on student loan uh, borrowers. They're going to find out today whether they're going to get debt cancellation. I did it again. Debt redistribution. There we go. And uh, just moments ago, breaking news this morning. One of the big decisions we were waiting on, uh, Christian Baker was ruled that they can refuse to bake a same-sex cake for LGBTQ clients based on their religious beliefs. Interesting. I didn't even know, you know, cakes had a sex. I couldn't believe that this had to be taken to the Supreme Court, I guess, that it got to that point. Um I mean, if if one certain baker doesn't want to do that for you, why why not just go to another baker and say, "Hey, can you do this?" Yeah, mm. sure. Why not? We're, probably probably the principle of the thing. Right? Yeah, uh, I mean, that's all this is. Is like, oh, we're we're going to see if we can make this person make us a cake that they don't want to because of their religious beliefs. But this is another one that's going to be controversial once again. Um, Supreme Court, and like I said, this just moments ago was uh, just released breaking news this morning. Um, we'll have more on this, but just 
weighing in, the uh, court has decided that um, a Christian baker can refuse to bake a same sex to make yeah. a same sex wedding. That's, and that's what I was expecting. Kind of, yeah. Um, what do you, what do you expect on the uh, Supreme Court decision? We're also waiting on today, probably the biggest one, um, having to do with student loan borrowers. I get the feeling the Supreme Court is going to tell people who borrow money that they have to pay it back themselves. From your mouth to God's ears. Well, that's my personal opinion, by the way. I just think that's what they're going to say, based on you know this court and the decisions they've made. Yeah. So far, um, I, I kind of tend to agree with you, but you you never know. True. When it comes to the Supreme yeah, Court, notice, notice I, mean, I didn't offer to put money on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're getting all these decisions. Like, well, that's kind of what I expect, and then that's kind of what, and then all of a sudden you go, blam! It's like, well, this doesn't match up at all with you know some of the decisions that they've been making. You know, this week so far. Right. Um, one that we didn't talk about because some of these other decisions um, that are coming out were more important for people, but they made a uh, ruling earlier this week. We we haven't talked about um, on Tuesday made it somewhat harder to prosecute online stalkers. Ruling that the First <laughs> Amendment protects Why? the free speech of those who repeatedly send unwanted and harassing messages if they lack understanding that their words are seen as threatening. Oh, okay. So if if you don't realize that you're a stalker and you think you're just being helpful, mm-hmm. then no problem. Yeah, it's protected by the First Amendment. But if you tell other people, hey, I'm stalking somebody, then maybe then they can arrest you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, it was a 7-2 to decision. The court set aside the stalking conviction of Billy Counterman, a Colorado man who had sent hundreds of disturbing and alarming messages to Coles Whalen a singer and songwriter, and upholding the conviction, lower court judges had seen a reasonable person would understand his messages would be seen as threats, but the Supreme Court said the First Amendment requires more. It requires some proof that the defendant had some subjective understanding of the threatening nature of his mm-hmm. statements. I would have thought after the like first hundred so or so, you would have thought that they would be somewhat threatening. I don't, I don't like that so much. I mean, you're using a computer. You're able to write. Uh, you know, sentences and, and whatnot, and yet you're still too stupid to realize that this isn't the thing you should be doing? Yeah. 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. I'm not sure I'm, I, I'm quite as sympathetic to the, the individual. Ernie, listening this morning on 93.1 FM. Ernie, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning, gentlemen. Good to hear you guys uh, up in Chipper. <laughs> so, hey, well, we're up. Chris, I've just a real quick, uh, just a real quick um, interjection. I know when you were talking about the uh, Supreme rulings, yeah. you were mentioning uh, about the decision about the cake. The cake debate was already decided. That would have been the case that was brought up from Colorado. This was regarding uh, a wedding website. Oh, and okay. I, I, and I haven't seen the ruling yet, but my guess is is that they probably. They probably went with the same opinion that they had when it came to the cake, which is artistic freedom, uh, not autistic freedom, but artistic freedom. <laughs> and and uh, I, it, I, I really wasn't surprised by this one just because of the way they ruled on affirmative action. Um, and, and it just kind of seemed like this was kind of a no-brainer just because of the way that they ruled on the Colorado case. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm just really curious what they're going to do about the... Uh, the debt relief. They they tend to uh, they they tend to be ruling uh, that you can't 
make other people do what you want them to just because it's convenient for you, I guess. Yeah, and that seems to be the inconsistency with, you know, with this administration and, and somewhat, you know, the, the previous one. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a registered Republican, and I'm not going to be voting for Donald Trump this primary. But, you know, if he wins, yeah, you know, I'll hold my nose and punch the ballot for him. But <laughs> the bottom line is, you know, the bottom line is, I mean, anybody but Joe Biden is the bottom. I mean, I, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather vote for, you know, a, a giant meteor than Joe Biden. So... Um, I had that bumper just, sticker for a while. It said, uh, "Giant." It was it was Giant Meteor 2016. Just ended already. Wasn't that amazing? I think the best bumper <laughs> sticker I ever saw still was still uh, was from uh, Los Angeles, and that was uh, "Jesus saves." He passes to Gretzky. He shoots. His <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thank you that's for the, the call, Ernie. Appreciate <laughs> it. Take it easy. You guys have a great weekend. Yeah. I want to be specific with the uh, Supreme Court decision, too. I was just trying to read this as we were talking because it was coming across. Um, this has to do with same-sex uh, marriage websites. Mm-hmm. So um, the the baker cannot be forced to have a same-sex marriage website, which even seems weirder. Huh. That does seem like a strange thing uh, to be forced to have a same-sex marriage website. Yeah. Uh, they can't be forced to have one or can't be forced to deal with them or what? Uh, it just says, I'm reading off here, Supreme Court says Christian business owner can refuse to create same-sex marriage websites. Interesting. So, in other words, it I, sounds I didn't like know they you were could, being forced to make a same-sex marriage website. I didn't website. know you could be forced somebody to make a website <laughs> at all. Either. Um, so anyway, like I said, this just came across, so we'll find out more about this as we, uh, go on this morning, still awaiting the, uh, student loan distribution, redistribution of, uh, 10 to $20,000 in loans taken out by college students that will, uh, possibly be paid by, uh, taxpayer money, um, and have those loans forgiven. We'll find out. That's one of the big ones that they're waiting on before they, uh, the session is, over here this morning, um, got a uh, text message in. This, this may go under that stocking decision. It says, uh, when Casper lived on Klondike, did the planes bother him there? And, and you lived in on Klondike when you first moved to Boise, yes? That was five houses ago. And that was 1989, roughly? 89. That's probably just somebody who lived... <laughs> It, it's either somebody who lived near you or knew where you lived at the time or worked Man, with you I or something. I hope so, because that's a little cre- I, I could barely could remember that I lived on Klondike. Um, in answer to your question, I will answer your question. No, when I lived on Klondike Court, the planes did not bother me at all. Okay. So, there you go. There's your answer. Still would like to know how you remember my address better than I did. KBY Newstime is uh, 816. We'll take a break. Coming up, don't go away. We've got a $50 gift certificate to give away for Bonefish Grill, downtown Boise in Bodo. So Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question on the way next after traffic and weather. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Once again, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, 47th ranked Berkshire Hathaway brokerage in the entire world for 2023. That includes three continents, 12 countries, and over 1,500 brokerages. Call for all your help with real estate today at 
4128. Jennifer is going to get first crack at our question today. We have a $50 gift certificate. Once again, to Bonefish Grill in downtown Boise. Jennifer, our question in uh, 1941, Time Magazine's Man of the Year was replaced because Pearl Harbor happened in December and the U.S. entered World War II. So instead of Time's original choice, they decided to go with FDR. Our question for you today is who did FDR replace as Man of the Year? It was Dumbo. It was Dumbo the Elephant! <laughs> Guess I didn't even realize Dumbo was a man, but... <laughs> Congratulations! Dumbo the Elephant was all chosen for Man of the Year because their movie was so popular that year, but because of Pearl Harbor, FDR replaced. Congratulations, just, Jennifer. It just made a flying elephant seem less important. I guess it? so. Uh, congratulations, Jennifer. Hold on the line. We uh, got some uh, information we need to get from you, but uh, you will really enjoy uh, your food at Bonefish Grill. It's 825. Open phones Friday, 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, once again, going to be talking uh, here when we come back about uh, Supreme Court rulings. You want to weigh in with your thoughts? Supreme Court ruled just this morning that was released in favor of an evangelical Christian web designer from Colorado who refuses to work on same-sex weddings or website. Well, there we go. It's, it's a web designer. Web designer. Justices divided 6-3, saying that Lori Smith, as a creative professional, has free speech right under the Constitution's First Amendment to refuse to endorse messages she disagrees with. That's just one of the rulings that came out this week. Want to uh, give your thoughts on uh, any of the other rulings, or maybe make a prediction on the one that everybody seems to be waiting for today, student loan borrowers about to find out if they'll get Biden's debt cancellation. Uh, That should come out also sometime today. Want to weigh in on the Supreme Court rejecting affirmative action at colleges as unconstitutional. That came out yesterday. You can also uh, weigh in on that. We'll take a break. News coming up here at the uh, bottom of the hour, and then we'll get back to your phone calls and emails. And once again, it is Open Phones Friday. So if you want to talk about anything today, it's your chance to do it. Headed into the long Fourth of July weekend. Some of you are going to be enjoying four days off. So Feel free to share with us also, what are your plans for the 4th of July? Um, You can do that too, 208-336-3700. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. If you want to weigh in with your thoughts this morning, please feel free to do so. Want to weigh in with your thoughts on any one of the Supreme Court decisions that have come out? And we are just uh, seconds away from some Supreme Court rules on student loan case. Uh, breaking news on that, so we'll keep an eye on that. That's expected any moment uh, right now. Gary in Napa, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Yes, I think the Supreme Court ruled correctly. I don't know how you can mandate creativity. I mean, if I was 
I was that individual and was forced to make the website, I'd make the website. Every, every, every frame would have a banner that says, I consider this a sin. You know, I would block out or blur every intimate contact between the couple. I'd make the website. They wouldn't like it. But how can, how can you mandate creativity? Well, I guess the Supreme Court says you can't. Well, I think they did right on that decision. Hopefully they'll do right on the one with the student loan. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Gary, because that leads us into this uh, breaking news. Supreme Court has blocked President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. Because it's not a student yeah. loan forgiveness program, it's a student loan That's redistribution of, what of money. We thought was going to happen. Yep. Um, so, you know, uh, liberals are going to be losing their minds uh, today, pretty much across the board. We'll keep an eye on it. Nate will be talking more about this uh, this afternoon. I'm sure uh, Dan Bongino will be talking about it. Um, but that's the latest. Like I said, we don't have a lot of information because this just came out just about a minute ago. Supreme Court blocks Biden's student loan forgiveness program. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We're taking your reactions this morning. Uh, Rich and Boise, thanks for being patient. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning. Well, first of all, nine states, including California, have already had already got rid of affirmative action uh, for college admissions. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't, excuse me, my damn radio just went back on. I don't know why. Uh, and and this court, I'm glad you finally got the one on the website designer, right? That yeah. was on, it wasn't religion. It was freedom of speech. Uh, it wasn't freedom of religion is why they decided that. So her being a Christian really didn't have nothing to do with it. Yeah. But I've always felt that, you know, with the same way with the cake baking or all that other stuff, if they would just put that in their advertising, you know, up front, so people could look, you know, and say, well, we don't do same-sex marriage, same-sex marriages, that it should be all, all right. You know, I mean, because, you know, if they want to be a bigot, then they should be proud of it and show people, you know, and now, even all Christians what, aren't what, bigots. What happens, Rich, if they don't advertise? Do you, do you force them to advertise it or, you know, because there are a lot of people no, I, that I, just do word of mouth. No, I, I, I think, I, well, no, I'm saying that, it should if if they put I'm not saying they have to put it in their advertising, but if they do put it in their advertising, then they would be exempt from being charged with being, you know, they they wouldn't be breaking the law. In other They'd words, be making it yeah. con- more convenient for everybody. Yeah, then somebody could just look at it and they could say, well, they don't do same-sex marriages, and that would solve the problem. They wouldn't, you know. Uh, you know, because I, I, you know, they should be. It's just like when they used to put like whites only signs in restaurants. They didn't have to do that, but then then it was it was clear that you only served white people. You know, so if they had straights only signs uh, or something in their advertising, then people could look at it. Then then the free market would decide uh, what uh, if you wanted to patronize those people or not. Yeah. There's probably and, a lot of people would be, who would really buy into that idea of going, yeah, Rich is right. Well, yeah, they're, 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 they would get a certain amount of business uh, from, you know, people who don't like gay people or, you know, just like the, you know, like I said, the whites only thing catered to. Uh, whites uh, only. 
yeah, catered to whites only. And so you knew that when you walked up to the business, you know, and so maybe it encouraged white people to go there, but it, you know, it'd yeah. just be an honest form of advertising. Yeah. Thank you for the call, Rich. Appreciate it. Uh, Joe in Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I, I heard that guy talk about how um, he would he would um, thug his nose and vote for Trump. And uh, I'm like, what? I, I just don't know who, who would vote for Trump after all of the things he's done. After all of the things he's been um, indicted based, for, based on, based on people, polling about seventy to eighty million people, people who uh, for Trump. people who don't like Biden would vote for Trump generally, right? And and I'm wondering what do they not like about Biden? I every time I ask someone what what don't you like about him, they have no answer. Well, the answer I, is he's I, a Democrat. You might you might want to oh, listen. That is an answer. Yeah, you might want to listen to the show a, a little bit more too, because we do have a lot of people who weigh in. And, and I'll give a perfect example. There are a lot of people who don't like that Biden. What we're talking about this morning tried to make other people pay for student loans that students took out for their he's, college education. He's not, he's not making other people pay for student loans. Who, who's? It's already been paid for. Right. It's already been paid for. Well, no, they've taken out loans yeah. that they still owe. Yeah, it's already it's already been it's already been put in the budget, Mike. The budget it's for already who? been there for who? For the United States, it's already there. It, yeah, and not only that. I, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Well, so here's what happens: you take out a student loan. That's not in the budget for the United States to pay. That is expected to be paid for by the students who took out the loan. It's the same exact thing if I take out a loan to buy a car. I don't expect to be bailed out by the United States government when I assign the papers that I agree to pay it back. So when you say that it's not being paid paid by anybody, it is. It's not in the budget taxpayers who did not take out the loan that money will be paid by taxpayers that's why i say that it gets paid for by somebody else who doesn't take out the loan then i respond now you can you're yeah, trying well, to you're okay. trying to talk while i was making my point that's why you couldn't respond i was trying to make a point and you cut me off my, my point is mike that if we've got this these student loans. That, by the way, the United States and many of the uh, the uh, loan companies that have these that have outrageous um, uh, interest rates are charging these people that are trying to uh, start businesses or or get back into the workforce. It, it makes it completely difficult for these people to even live. Then don't so, take out the loans. Hey, but 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 Mike, what? And by the way, you are you are incorrect on something. I what? have kids who have student loans. You know what their interest rate is? I know some of them are good interest rates. No, when you take out a student killer. loan, it's three point five percent. They set the federal government sets right. out what the interest rate is. They don't charge twenty five percent for a student loan. Mike, I've got I've got a son who has a student loan. And it was it was 
assigned to a different bank, and it's outrageous. So you're you're completely incorrect about that. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Well, okay, well, that's great. But my point is... These these individuals that that could be in the workforce that mm-hmm. are putting money back into the economy can't do it because they are paying back these loans that are outrageous. So and so it's, it's how difficult. does this hey, hey. answer this question? How does this mm-hmm. fix the problem? Well, do we not have a problem of of supply chain? Do we not have a problem of individuals that are underpaid? Do we not have a problem with with uh, You're, you're, you're uh, asking taxes? another question for an answer. How does this, redistributing the loan payments back to taxpayers, how does that fix the problem, say, four years from now, because the colleges are still going to be charging higher fees than what they charge now. The interest is still well, going to be charged on student loans that student loans that are take, taken out over the next four years, how does this fix the problem instead of just putting a Band-Aid on it for these people right now? That's a good question. But the problem goes back to in the 80s when they decided to um, privatize colleges and colleges start started raising uh, tuition. That's the problem. You've got colleges that... Uh, that have high tuition. We should educate. We should educate our populace, and we don't do it cheaply. That that I agree we, with. That I agree with. We should educate the what, people um, that it well, isn't. You know, you don't have to take out a loan for college. Yeah. Um, you, you, there are other things that you can do what, that are much cheaper. What do you mean they started to privatize colleges in the eighties? Turning back up. That's the wrong word. Maybe that's the wrong word. Okay. Um, they they made it more expensive to go to college. Mm-hmm. They allowed colleges to, um, well, to, I, I to, well, to issue all these huge loans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, we're, I mean, up, we're it, up on a break here. Sorry, we need to take a break. Um, thank you for the call. You did make some uh, good points there. Um, and I'll ask anybody who thinks that this isn't a good, a good rule. And, and I agree that student loan, you know, are they're expensive. Um, but how does this fix the problem if the Supreme Court would have ruled the other way? How does it fix the problem? You just push the problem on in another four years from people who are going to take out loans and go to college again. Take a break. One final check on traffic. For your Google Play, simply say, Hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Supreme Court decisions being handed down left and right this morning. We're taking your phone calls and your thoughts. 208 336 3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Ron from Melba, thank you for being patient and holding on this line this morning. Appreciate it. You're on News Talk KBI. Good morning to you. Hey, um, this, this last caller and several other people don't seem to understand that that loan forgiveness was all about the student loan, loan forgiveness. It was only the direct student loans, which meant that they did not owe the money to banks. They owed the money to the federal government. Right. So all this, so what they were saying is, 
these people owed $800 billion to the federal government. We're just going to forgive that. The government's never going to collect it. He is right. It was already in the budget. But what you're basically saying is how would your budget work if you all of a sudden wiped out $800 billion of income? Well, I'd probably go to jail. <laughs> exactly. So um, that, that's what the problem was. And the Supreme Court rightly said, uh, just like you can't forgive all the money that people owe for back income taxes, and that would be fair. They're saying the same thing. You can't wipe out all this money that they owe to the government and call this fair. Thank you for the call, Ron. Appreciate your thoughts. All right. Rob from Meridian. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Is it just me, or did that dude who called right before the break strike anyone else as the type of guy who was saying all that with a really smug look on his face and his eyes closed like the entire time he's talking at you? Uh, Hard to say. A little, little supercilious there. but Not really how I pictured him, but okay. Well, imagine, uh, you know, there was that episode of South Park where they moved to San Diego or San Francisco. San Francisco, and yeah. Parts and exactly. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It, it, uh, it seemed like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I, I know better than you do because I he probably has a hyphenated where they name, Where they had a huge... They had a huge cloud of smug over the area. Smug, yeah. yes. <laughs> and Alec Baldwin was involved somehow. And, mm, well, whatever. But... <laughs> Anyway, the uh, well, if there's smug, Alec Baldwin's probably there, or shoot, I think it was actually George uh, Clooney that was involved. But I did probably that too. But Thank you, Rob. Anyway, but getting back the, to uh, what we're doing, we got about we got about twenty <laughs> seconds. Yeah, okay, the student loans thing is nuts. It's like I went to limited amounts of college. I own nothing because I paid for it. So you know how pissed I'd be. And I know a bunch of people with postgraduate degrees who paid for them or had their current employer paid pay for them. If suddenly it's like all this got erased. You saw that with, with the talk that, you know, for the last whatever year it was that he wanted to do that. Um, you pretty much saw that. Thank you for the call. We're up on a break here. Apologize. Um, we need to take a break. News coming up here next at the top of the hour. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You want to weigh in. Here's your chance to do it. A great one. Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI.
Fourth of July weekend, uh, busy travel day today. A lot of people already headed out. It's going to be busy this weekend. They're expecting and predicting busiest travel weekend ever in history as people take to the road and the airways. Just be careful out there. It's open phones Friday, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless if you want to call in. Uh, we do have a couple lines open. Um, some of the things we're talking about, once again, a couple of big Supreme Court decisions handed down this morning. The U.S. Supreme Court, in a 6-3 to three opinion written by Chief Justice Roberts, decided the Secretary of Education had no authority to forgive $430 billion worth of student loan debt. The opinion sides with six Republican-led states that argued only Congress, not the Biden administration, could cancel that much debt. It is a victory for taxpayers worried about the cost, but it means 43 million Americans will need to start making payments that had been on hold. In dissent, Justice Kagan said Congress gave the administration authority and accused the majority of overreaching into the nation's affairs. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. That one of the decisions handed down this morning, the other one, uh, LGBTQ protections um, having to do with websites. Yeah. Don't have to be forced to do a website for same-sex couples. Right. Those were two handed it was, down it today. Was in, it was entirely about websites. Nothing about a bakery. Kevin and Caldwell, thank you for uh, holding on this morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. You know, I'm going to put a different perspective on this whole ruling. In my opinion, Biden won. I shouldn't say Biden. I should say Obama. He let it slip yesterday that Obama's been helping out a lot, which we knew that. He's the puppet puppeteer. But the thing is, is this is all out of that Saul Linsky's rules for radicals and all those other things about um, divide and conquer, destroy the uh, people's um, uh, faith and confidence in our systems, in our, in our, in our legal system, for one. By doing this, he's, he's taking a bunch of people who think they're educated and smart and pitting them against everybody that's Republican and a Republican Supreme Court. And so you're, you're once again, you put people in little groups. You make these rulings, which you know are these, these yeah, rulings uh, about, you know, cancellation of debt. You know it's unconstitutional. But then you make a Republican Supreme Court rule against it. And you then pit all those people against both Republicans and the institution of the court itself, in which case now they'll come back when they get back in power. They'll say, we've got to get back in power and we've got to add justices to the Supreme Court. We need 15. We need 20. We need 30 Supreme Court justices. And they'll destroy the integrity of the entire system. That's that's the game they're playing. They're well, we're playing checkers. They're playing chess. I do have to say I, I, I am happy because. President Biden yesterday said that he does not think it's a good idea to add more Supreme Court justices to the court. He said that even though he disagrees with the decision, and that's before his decisions today of the Supreme Court, he may he may change his mind. But yesterday he said it was not a good idea to pack the Supreme Court. He just says it makes it more political. So I was I was very happy because I'd heard people say that they think that that is where Democrats may be headed on this, but Joe Biden did yesterday say that he thinks that's a bad idea. I hear you, but give it time. It'll change. That's just a message for now. It's appropriate at the time and the place, and give it six months or whatever. When he's got these people riled up, he'll uh, say, you know, this is the only way. You watch. Well, and I mean, you still have Democrats who still say that that's what should be done, so you could be right. Now, the funny thing about... uh, you saying we're playing checkers and they're playing chess is uh, 
that uh, just the other night I heard somebody say that the Democrats have been playing checkers and the Republicans have been playing chess for some time, which is why Republicans uh, have control of more state legislators than Democrats do, or state legislatures than Democrats do, and also why they have control of more. Uh, there, there are more uh, conservative, no, not governors, but conservative judges out there, including oh, the justices. Yeah. And they said, they made the same comparison. They said Democrats have been playing checkers and Republicans have been playing the long game, chess. And he just said the opposite about, uh, you know, how they're trying to get people to not have faith in these institutions. You know, I don't think I agree with that. I mean, I don't think there are that many conservative justices or lawyers, for that matter. I remember when I went to college, there was one building that educated all the uh, pre-law students, and they were the most liberal, miserable people. I couldn't stand to be around them. I wouldn't take a class in there except for the ones I was mandated to take, English and literature and things like that. But once you uh, met those people, it's like, okay, how many how many conservatives are actually going to put themselves through that of four years of undergraduate and then law school with a whole bunch of, of people they disagree with. I think that the system's changing throughout, throughout time and, and now throughout the system that I don't think there's going to be that many more conservative justices. It's going to be hard to find somebody to promote as a, a constitution abiding and non-political justice. I think they all, all are political, but I think they're, they're going to be leaning a lot more left. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Kevin. Appreciate the thoughts. I mean, for the time being, though, the Supreme Court is Is, basically 6-3. Yeah, right now. Or 5-4. And it's a very, wouldn't you agree, probably one of the youngest Supreme Courts across the board that we have had in quite a while also. And you have a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. So, Uh, Mike and Boyce, thanks for being patient, listening on 670 AM. Good morning to you. Good morning. You know, it's a pretty basic decision that came down. It just says the president does not have the power to do it. Congress can do it, and the president can sign it. It's pretty basic. But maybe I'm just getting dumber the older I get. I just don't understand. All through my senior high school, I worked full-time. I worked full-time in the summers. When I went to college, I worked full-time and three-fourths time. I didn't get a student loan. Um, I was told that I didn't get the college experience by working all the time. But we have generations out there. It's free, free, free. And, you know, hell, I'm retired with two retirements and Social Security, and I still work two part-time jobs. So maybe yeah. I'm not very smart. Maybe I'm not very smart either. Well, no, when, I was in, how... when I was in college, there were kids that were getting student loans, but I just thought of a student loan as something that you needed if you hadn't been saving money since the age of 11, like I had. I mean, you know, every every part-time job I had, every you know lawn I mowed, everything like that, I mean, a, a large portion of it went right into the college fund, and I did that all the way through high school. Yeah, and, and the generation out there now uh, trying to hire kids to mow your lawn or move some firewood, uh, nobody wants to do it. And uh, what is it? Some of the stores now are paying eighteen fifty an hour. Um, my my God, that's you know like a windfall to me. I thought about it, but but my point is is we have a generation that has taken out huge loans so they can do things. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is is what the Supreme Court says is yeah, there can student loans can be forgiven, but it takes Congress to do that, yeah. not the dictator. And it is very, thank you for the call, Mike. And it is a very good point that 
the Supreme Court basically laid out that this isn't something that can't be done. All they did in this decision is saying the president unilaterally does not have the power to do right. it. So if this still is something that America is interested in, it can still be passed mm-hmm. by Congress. Now, it, currently, as Congress is made up, there's no way that that's going to happen, I don't think, in my personal which, opinion. Which means that America officially is not interested. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that and, and that's where the problem lies in. It, it, you know, this isn't something that does away with it. So if people are going to be freaking out, it's like, oh, my gosh, the Supreme Court. They're just saying that the president, through executive power, does not have the power yeah. to do it. You're still going to see people, um, you know, like Nancy Pelosi, for instance, who who wanted to see this um, go the other way for the Supreme Court. Um, Elizabeth Warren um, has already said that she's going to do whatever she can do within Congress to make sure that a bill is passed where people can get loan forgiveness, which, once again, I don't agree with. But if the majority of Americans say, no, you should have up to $20,000 just written off your books, then I can't really say anything because that's the republic, democratic republic we live in, right? Uh, sure. I may not like it, but that I, it's that's that's how we live. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm glad that the Supreme Court came down with this ruling stating that Biden doesn't have the power to do that. That's my personal opinion. John in Cuna uh, says true college tuition forgiveness is a band aid, but it means potential votes now for the Democrats. Didn't even think about that. That. Might have a point. John in Oregon. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Well, good morning, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, right um, back at you. America, what's that? I said right back at you. <laughs> you sounded uh, like you barked America, at us. America's a funny country. You know, I'm a fifth, I'm, I was born in 1950 in Chicago, Illinois, and I went to school and I learned about the, the uh, House on Un-American Affairs activities. They never taught me that in high school. Then I learned about, um, you know, what they, what's going on in the House of Representatives, uh, James Comer, these guys, they're, the way they're in, investigating. It's just like what happened with the House on Un-American Affairs Committee. Same thing. And it's all coming from Trump. But I think you're right. Biden, when he, when he said, um, when you're talking about the court, Biden has wisdom. You know, he's, he's old, he's crotchety. He's not extreme. He doesn't want to court, pack the court, but he's a wise man, and I think we can go with him another four years. Okay. Thank you. You bet. John, a different John, writes in and says, Bud Light is now the new glyphosate. Pour it on the weeds you want to get rid of. <laughs> Does beer kill weeds? I, I, I don't know. I, know I, kills, I wouldn't like, think so. I know it kills like brain cells, but I'm not sure about weeds. I don't know if it kills weeds or not 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless we need to take a break phone lines are, are back open we've cleared the phone line so if you've been dying to get through you can keep in mind this is open phones friday so um if you want to talk about something other than the supreme court decisions that have been handed down this morning you uh can do that right now remember you can also email us chris at kboi.com and mike at kboi.com we'll get to some of those emails and text messages when we come back after this yeah part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. 923, lots happening uh, this morning. Taking your phone calls, your emails. 
case you missed it in the uh, news, Alan Arkin passed away this morning. Makes me very sad. I love Alan Arkin and some of the stuff. I I, did, I just looked up his Wikipedia page. Oh my gosh, he has acted in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Loved him in Argo. I love. I just there's just been so many movies that I loved him, especially in the bit parts. Not even in his earlier career when he was starring in stuff. His bit parts. He's just he's just great. I like Catch Twenty Two. That was a long time ago, yeah. but I liked it. Um, some other emails before we get back into your thoughts on the Supreme Court decisions, because it is Open Phones Friday. Um, I wanted to get to a couple of these. One of them, uh, Ron, uh, resident of Cascade, says, for all those people coming to Valley County for the 4th of July weekend, I would like to give you some advice. If you get lost in the backcountry, don't build a signal fire. That's good advice. That's, that is excellent advice. Yeah. Or, or worry. All you need to do is build a shelter with branches and other natural things available, then just wait a short time, and someone from Valley County will come along to fine you for erecting a structure without a permit. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's, that's, that's funnier than funny. That's, that's really good. Oh, that uh, is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Grampy, for writing that. <laughs> Jan <laughs> in Boise says, I lived the decade of the 60s. There was a reason affirmative action was needed. White students were being chosen over anyone of color with better applications. If anyone thinks racism has or will disappear in this country, might think again. Jan I, in Boise. And Jan, I, I agree with you to a point, but I don't think that that is happening now that's my personal opinion i don't have any statistics to back that up but i don't think that is happening now another thing that i agree with um uh presidential candidate tim scott made a point yesterday and i totally agree with this also and this kind of goes down the same line of the affirmative action if you're if you're going to base it just on merit and not on race whatsoever then you should also do with the legacy program, do away with the legacy programs also, in my opinion. That's my opinion. I totally agree with him. Um, because people are yeah. being accepted to well, Harvard and, and, and Yale when, just because they have relatives right. who went there. Or, or benefactors. Or of benefactors, some sort. yeah. yeah. It, it's back like when, make it, make it merit based for everybody. Or they, are they got a, there was a suggestion from, uh, you know, dad's good friend who happens to be a congressman yeah. or something of that nature. And and uh, at the time that affirmative action uh, was invented, uh, there were absolutely no minorities who were benefiting from that system whatsoever. Right, and, and, so, that's, and that's why I say, uh, and I, that's where it came from. It did have a time and a place, I truly believe, but I don't think that it's happening now. And is that the reason that it's not happening? Is because it's being forced? I don't know. Dan has written in. Dan says, "Good morning." Just wanted to let you know, my son, Lincoln Lute, L-U-T-E, born and raised in Boise, is playing guitar. I like that, a guy named Lute playing guitar. That's good. Uh, for a group called Overcoats. They will be performing on the CBS Morning Show tomorrow morning, direct from Times Square. The program starts at 6 a.m. locally. Thank you, Dan. Very cool. That is kind of cool. Two Overcoats. 336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a break. We've got news coming up here next. Um, we'll get back to more of your phone calls and emails. I want to call in and uh, give your thoughts on the Supreme Court decisions that have come out this week. Two of the latest coming out this morning. You can do that. It is Open Phones Friday. We'll talk about anything else you want to talk about all on the way here on News Talk KBOI. 
Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 9.33, phone lines open. We got two more segments on the way before uh, we are off. By the way, just a reminder, we are off on Monday for the 4th of July holiday. And, of course, we will not be working on Thursday. And because I will be recovering, I will not be here Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday of next week. Rick Worthington will be back filling in with Chris Walton. I can hear people going, great news. <laughs> uh, before we get back into uh, some of our emails, and man, we have a lot of emails yes, and text messages to get to. I did want to talk about this one thing uh, before the weekend um, was up. And part of this is because people concerned about lgbtq community trying to groom children got some support um on that opinion this week from a surprising place the lgbtq community uh this happened in a pride parade in new york city um this this weekend and and you've heard this argument it's like they're not coming after you their children they're not trying to groom your children um, probably not the best thing to be chanting at an LGBTQ pride parade. Take a listen. So you had uh, some people who were shouting, we're here, <laughs> we're, not going we're queer, shopping. we're not going shopping, and then you had others who were... We're coming for your children. coming for your children. Probably not the best thing. Now, some of the supporters said, yeah, it was just a joke. They were just joking. Not a good thing, probably, to joke about. You know, there, there are certain things that you don't want to joke about, especially when it gives credence to the fact that people are going, oh, they're trying to groom my kids. No, we're not trying to groom your kids, and then you you have people shouting that. Well, yeah, I mean, they're joking about it because they know that's what they're not doing. But then the people who hear it go, see? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I told you they were doing. They're not in on the joke, right? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Let's get to uh, some of our emails uh, having to talk about the latest of the Supreme Court decisions that have come down this week. Tom and Nampa writes in, I'm uh, Chippewa Sioux. I'm glad affirmative action is no more. I have watched many government uh, preferences pass over so many very qualified candidates. It's about time this goes away. Frank says uh, that was an interesting look. I, I apparently, uh, referring to one of our previous callers, Frank says that was an interesting look inside a Biden fan's head. Wow, it fascinates me how people can be just the exact opposite of others. What has happened to a one-answer world? Remember, when a fact was a fact, I don't know what's going on now, but it's not good for anybody. I think uh, Wayne in, weighs in on that same caller here, just to add to that. Uh, he says, to the man earlier who said, none of us could name something not to like about Biden. Here's a list. A, hypocritical Catholic. B, inability to control the southern border. Three, cause people to lose their jobs for not taking a vaccine that was of suspect 
efficacy. Four, placing Band-Aids on student debt and not solving the problem. Five, funding the heck out of public education and not getting any results that education has improved. Six, a foreign policy that has more and more countries looking to communist China for leadership. These are just starters for your caller. Well, to to the guy who said that what happened to a one-answer world, uh, we don't have one person reporting the news anymore like we used to. We have a million people basically Mm -hmm. reporting the news at the same time and every one of them from a slightly different angle. Nick notice or Nick in notice says uh, each one of these Supreme court rulings are going to come back and haunt the Republicans at the voting booth. The Democrats are going to use this to their advantage. As far as college loans go, many of these loans were set up by loan sharks at college campuses in the seventies and eighties. Many of the kids who signed up for loans were preyed upon. It's So it's just like uh, uh, when I was in college, my freshman year in college, a whole bunch of credit card companies set up tables and things around the school cafeteria and were giving you gifts if you would sign up for a credit card. And then there were kids who, like, by the end of their freshman year, yeah. you know, owed like $20,000 on credit cards. I will correct you on one thing. The loans that we're talking about being forgiven here were not private loans. So loan sharks going after your kids, you're, you weren't going to get those forgiven anyway. The only loans that were going to be forgiven were the federal-backed loans by the government yeah. and Pell Grants. So if you had a Pell Grant, you got up to $20,000 forgiven. If you had uh, just a regular loan, you got up to $10,000 forgiven. Um, and it, we had a caller earlier this morning um, stating, you know, it's like, you know, kids have loans that are paying astronomical um, interest rates. No, they're not because the federal government sets that rate and it's very low compared to what yeah. other loans that you can get. If you took out a student loan from your bank, it's different than if you took out one from the federal government. And I, I tell my son who is still paying off his, his federal um, student loan, I said, you you have different loans. You have a home loan, you have your loan on your car, your wife's car, and you have your student loan. I said, don't be paying off your home or your student loan first. Your cars go first. Your student loan and your home loan are all what are considered. I mean, you can say, some people say, there's no such thing as a good loan. However, those are considered good loans because, number one, you're living in your home. It gives you a place to live. You're building equity. And you also get a tax deduction on the interest. Same for your school loan. You get a tax deduction on the interest for your school loan. So even though your school loan might be three and a half, four and a half percent or whatever, it's actually, that's not really the true rate once you take into consideration what you get as a, a benefit of the tax deduction. If you, if you default on your car loan, they uh, send somebody to pick up your car, mm-hmm. uh, repo people. If you default on your house loan, you will eventually be evicted. If you default on your uh, student loan for college, I think... They give you a lobotomy. I'm, I'm going to have to check on that. I'm not sure. No, it, but you but, bring it. But, but they can't just go back and, like, you know, take away your education. And that's why you're not allowed to default on that loan follows you forever. If you file yeah. for bankruptcy, guess what? Your other loans may be wiped out. Your student loan does not get wiped out. Eric says, uh, I used to do video production freelance work. People could hire me to shoot and edit their weddings or other events. I was able to pick and choose which jobs I wanted to do. Nobody ever asked me for a reason, nor was I ever pressured or compelled to do business with anybody simply because I had the skill and ability to do so. One time, I literally got asked to shoot a porn 
or perhaps it was uh, one person's private kink video. I declined, even though the person was willing to pay me. It just seems there is precedence for refusing to provide a service-based content or messaging. George Foreman and Mike Casper are known paid pitchmen. That doesn't obligate them to endorse any company company willing to pay. I agree with the uh, recent SCOTUS decision about web page design. That's Eric. Thank you, Eric. Uh, you're, you're a paid pitchman. I guess. Um, Robin writes in, uh, to even suggest that Supreme Court rules on agenda as opposed to actual Constitution delegitimizes the court's purpose. I feel that this court has made constitutional decisions. Yeah. I, for one, am relieved that this court is able to rein in the power-hungry and administration of late. On paper, you are absolutely right. Uh, Mark says, I wonder how much student debt was incurred by students attending places like Trump University or others or other for-profit colleges like uh, University of Phoenix or DeVry or something like that, probably. You, you could use your loans for that, any any accredited yeah. university, whether you like the fact that they are a university or not. Let's see. I've got to, oh, here's another one. Uh, Curtis says, Nancy Pelosi even said that Biden couldn't do this, that only Congress could forgive student debt. There we go. Doesn't stop some of the uh, senators from hoping that this would happen and like i said one of them elizabeth warren um felt very strongly that the supreme court should rule the other way but as we mentioned earlier this morning and in case you're just tuning in this doesn't mean that student loans can't be forgiven by the federal government it just means that the president does not have the unilateral power to do so that's what that's all the supreme court is saying they're they're not saying that they don't have the ability to do that, that would be a different it, court case if the Congress does indeed pass a law regardless where your, of, your loans can be forgiven. Regardless of how you look at it, it, it's either the federal government spending a lot of money or simply cancel, canceling a lot of debt. But the president isn't supposed to make decisions that cost quite that much money. Right, That's supposed to be Congress's job. Now, there's some leeway both ways. Uh, John says, in academia, the one few thing they are or one of the few things they are transparent on is what he meant is in college there is a program called liberal arts i would propose they are only half honest with the liberal part too bad if you graduate with a degree in liberal arts it's absolutely useless unless you're in the good old boy girl club no wonder they want a freebie of tuition forgiven liberal arts don't really have that much to do with with liberal or conservative the liberal arts uh, in the uh, in like ancient Greece, for instance, you learned the liberal arts to give you the skills necessary to speak in public, to engage in public debate, to go to the public square and to talk about uh, politics and money and things like that, and to know what you were talking about. And, and those were essentially the liberal arts. Uh, now he says a, a liberal arts degree is useless. It, it's not. Uh, there are a large number of jobs, government jobs included, where they don't require that you have a particular kind of college degree, just right. that you have one. Yep. And essentially, that's to show that you can finish a long-term project because they want to hire people who are able to finish things, not just start them and walk away. Matt Middleton, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, good morning. Uh, you guys were just talking about home loans and stuff real, real quickly. Um, one of the uh, things that I had to use because I lost my job while I was 
know, had a home and I couldn't make my payment. Uh, Idaho home, home loans did this plan for me and it was a uh, $5 a month and for an entire year, um, to get, you know, to catch up on my finances and stuff like that, to get back on doing my loan. And it worked. I mean, I didn't default on my home loan. I didn't get evicted and I got right back on track to where I needed to be to where I can make my home payment. And that was great. So if anybody's out there and needs that kind of uh, help, I would look into that, pro- uh, that, uh, solution. Thank okay. you for the call, Matt. Appreciate it. We'll take a break. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Last chance. Uh, last segment coming up here for you. Last chance to weigh in uh, over the next few days. Like I said, we're uh, going to be off Monday and Tuesday. So if you want to get in, we do have phone lines open right now. 208-336-3700. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. And for the uh, last day before the uh, 4th of July weekend, lots and lots of news to talk about today. It's people who missed out on it driving out of town or getting on uh, airplanes. feel sorry for you. For those others who have stuck around this morning, thank you for the phone calls and emails. Let's get to some of those emails before we're uh, done here uh, today. Billy and Frulin writes in, people who take out any loan have to sign an agreement to repay. If they don't like the agreement, then they should not sign. The liberal education system that exists on this planet is a reason that people have to take out loans for their education. That's Billy and Frulin. Uh Dave writes in, good morning, very happy about this decision regarding student loans. I know one gal who used her student loan to spend three months in South America, not going to Boise State, but rather taking an extended vacation. I know another guy who consistently deferred his loan payments. He would claim a hardship deferment. He was gainfully employed, but a drug-using alcoholic loser. Personal responsibility, that is key. They took the loans out, and they can pay off the debt, not a taxpayer bailout. Cheers, Dave. Now, as I mentioned, I knew, I knew kids that took out student loans when I was in college, and uh, two of the kids who I knew who took out student loans my freshman year uh, found out they could get student loans while we were at school. Mm. They applied for them, they got them, and they went and bought motorcycles yeah. with them. My uh, son had a good friend. He, he guesstimated that, and he was going to Boise State. My son was going to Idaho State, but it was a good friend of his. He guesstimated that he probably wasted thirty thousand dollars on his student loans over the time he was at boise state buying stuff that he didn't need he was renting like a three thousand dollar a month apartment that he didn't have to rent by himself he goes he he just and i go those and those are people that were wanting to have their loans paid off i get it you probably don't realize how much how expensive that's going to be until you have an education and get out and you go wow why Mm -hmm. did i waste all that money but unfortunately spending is easy paying is the difficult part wendy and weezer writes in the government bails out banks and real estate market all the time why not help college student with their loans yeah, they don't they don't do it all the time, but yeah. they did a, a big one about fifteen years ago. Well, they bailed out the banks, that's for sure. And here's the thing: once again, I want to reiterate, this does not say the Supreme Court decision does not say that students cannot be bailed out and have their loans redistributed to somebody else to pay. They're just saying that the 
president of the United States can't make that decision. It's much too large, mm. uh, too large amount of money for the president to be able to decide unilaterally that he's unilaterally that he's going to forgive those loans. John says to all those new to Idaho, if you plan to go to the mountains this weekend and you don't have a prearranged place to stay, make sure you're comfortable sleeping in your car. Expect lines and crowds, except for my secret campsite at No Tellum Creek. Seriously, <laughs> there is still four foot of snow drifts on the back country roads and bring a shovel thank you john that's funny uh curtis writes in having pretty much sworn off mainstream media i decided to take a look last night to get their reaction to the affirmative action case instead of actually telling you who brought the case and why they focused on how it's going to affect black america this is why the mainstream media is so detrimental to this country. It divides. It doesn't tell you the truth. It doesn't give you the details and information. It picks and chooses what it wants to tell the American people. It's dangerous and it's sad. The person that brought this case to the court was Asian. This is true. Yeah. However, it has always operated the same way. News organizations uh, don't have to tell you anything they don't want to. And usually they don't. And I'm... And we've talked about this plenty of times. That's why you need to see more news organizations. You don't just watch CNN. You don't just watch Fox. You don't just watch MSNBC. If you want a wide range of opinions, watch as many of them as you can. Clay Out West says, one of the previous callers comparing uh, gay rights issues to race issues is illogical. Sexual preference and race are not related in any way and should never be confused. White-only signs are an offense to every American. Good point. However, uh, technically, semantically maybe, uh, those who are against uh, people because of race or because of sexual, call it preference, uh, are still considered bigots either way. Which I think kind of was part of his point. Yeah. Um, Tom and Emmett. Or, I'm sorry, this isn't Tom and Ennett. No name on this one. It says, student loan holders with the largest balances tend to be lawyers, doctors, and other advanced degree holders. Biden waiving student loan repayments essentially forces the middle class to subsidize the higher education of the wealthiest part of American society. That's about all the time we have for today. Uh, appreciate all the emails, phone calls uh, for you this morning. Once again, just a reminder, we have the 4th of July weekend getting underway for Chris and myself. We uh, will be taking Monday off as an extended four-day weekend. 4th of July happening, of course, on uh, the 4th on Tuesday. We will not be in on Tuesday and return back. Rick Worthington will be filling in for me next week. Have yourself a wonderful 4th of July.